This is a National Arts Center podcast. Find more great NAC podcasts on the performing arts at nacpodcast.ca or search on National Arts Center on iTunes and subscribe for free. Welcome to the We Love Canadian Music Podcast. I'm your host, NAC Presents Executive Producer, Heather Gibson. We Love Canadian Music brings you up-close and personal interviews with Canadian musicians on far-ranging topics from life on the road to the artists they find most inspiring. Join us every two weeks for a new interview. Great. So today we are talking to Sarah McDougall, who is here this evening to play at the new fourth stage of the National Arts Centre, and we are doing this podcast from the new city room. But you played here in July for the scene. I did, yeah. So you're back in a different... And it, it looks a little bit better. There's a nice-looking crowd today, too. Yeah. I mean, it looked really great last time, too, but this <laughs> stage is is very cool. So that. one of the things, if, if people have been listening to this podcast, they know that we don't talk a lot about music. We talk more about you and and um, uh, different things to do with being Canadian. Um, mm-hmm. So in, uh, was it, uh, what, t- what year was it that you came here from Sweden? 2001. And so were you a child or were you a teenager at that time? I was 19. Ah. Yeah. And then you were in Vancouver for a while before you moved to Whitehorse. Yes. Right. And you're still in Whitehorse now? Yep. Uh, I spend a bit more time in Ontario because uh, some of my family lives in London, Ontario. So I've been uh, kind of splitting my time between uh, Whitehorse and London in the last year or so. And so would you say that, that you feel like you're a northerner? Yeah, I think so because... Um, I mean, I grew up in Sweden, which is north, <laughs> and uh, and then I've lived, uh, I guess, eight years now in uh, Whitehorse, so um, I definitely feel more like a northerner than a southerner. And is there a good arts community in Whitehorse? I think there's a great arts community, um, both visual arts and music. Um, the music side of it is, I mean, it's been called... Austin of the North a few times uh, because there's so much bluegrass and acoustic music happening there. And so is there somebody that you think that NEC Presents should know who's in the North or Whitehorse that we wouldn't necessarily know that there's some great local or young person that's coming up? Yeah, uh, the band Soda Pony. Soda Pony? Amazing. What kind of music Um, do they have? They're uh, rock and roll. Right. Yeah, uh, duo uh, Patrick Hamilton plays uh, drums and sings and plays uh, bass keyboard. Yeah. And um, Aiden Tentries, uh, he sings. To Gordy? Yeah, it's his nephew. Oh, nice. Um, he sings lead and um, plays keyboards and electric guitar, and it's just their show is absolutely fabulous, amazing. Great lyrics, really fun music. 
Yeah. Well, people always ask me how I find new music, and often it's by asking people like you who are living in those communities, because I find that um, there are, particularly for Northern artists um, or people who aren't necessarily doing that Toronto scene all the time, or Vancouver even, mm-hmm. um, that they're not on rosters, that they're out in the in you know playing bars and playing small venues, and, and yeah. if we don't get out to see them or someone like you doesn't tell me to go and listen to somebody, we never really hear them because this country is so vast. Yeah. Yeah, they recently, uh, we, uh, Soda Pony and I and another Yukon band called Old Cabin went to Reeperbahn in Germany. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, Soda Pony killed it. So Yeah. Have you done a lot of European touring? Yeah. Um, I don't know how many exactly, but yeah, quite it's a few tours. Game. No, it's not a numbers <laughs> game. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love touring Europe. Yeah. And so um, living in Whitehorse, so do you find, is it a challenge as far as touring goes when you say you're a lot, a lot of the time you're in Ontario? Um, yeah, because I can't do just like short runs and, um, mm. you know, little shows here and there. So that's why um, I've tried to spend a bit more time in Ontario so that I can just do like, you know, three shows here and, you know, one show there yeah. and, and uh, not have to pay you know, $1,300 every time. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, it's interesting. I didn't actually think that about the East. People used to always say when I was in Halifax that we were, it was hard to get past Montreal. Yeah. But it is different here, living here. Mm-hmm. Of You do get people that can just do that little hour and a half. They don't even stay overnight. Yeah, they come exactly. and play the fourth stage and they go back to Montreal or they go back to yeah. Kingston or wherever. And it makes a difference. Absolutely, yeah. And um, do you find also on an industry level, like is there, is there much of that or is it really much more organic in Whitehorse? Uh, it's more organic. Yeah. I know that Music Yukon try to like you know, bring industry up and there's like little showcase uh, festivals that have been organized and stuff, but yeah, it's, it's more organic. So what drew you to in the North? Um, well, I uh, kind of went there by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I went there on tour and then, uh, and then I got stuck. Um, I was sucked in by, by the uh, spell of the Yukon, I think as so many other people right. also are. But you, are, do you still feel stuck? Um, a little bit. Um, just because it's a, it's a very hard place to leave. Like I've, I have uh, considered it quite a few times. So I was like, oh, it would be better not to live in the Yukon. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's such a special place that uh, I don't want to leave. Hmm. Yeah, I have a friend who got stuck up there a little bit, and then she ended up in Arizona. Yeah. Went from one end to the other, as far as middle yeah, of nowhere to the middle of nowhere. It's funny because a lot of yeah, a lot of Yukoners have places in Arizona as well. It seems to be a oh, is that right? It seems to be a there's a connection of some kind. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So, what is one of the things that you think that Southerners don't know about the North? Um, that it's really beautiful. Um, I find that like my family here, they're always like, oh, why would you ever go up there? It's just horrible and desolate and cold. And, and, um, and I always tell them that they, um, they just don't know what they're missing. Right. Well, I was there for a few days. It might've been about 18 hours. Um, and there is something magical. I could see why you could get stuck in Whitehorse. Yeah. Um, have, you, have you been to Yellowknife? Yes, I have. Yeah. Which I found to be a very different 
Mm-hmm. It surprised me how different it is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's kind of the opposite because there's no mountains and it's all Well, water. and it does have that desolate feel. Yeah. Yellowknife does, whereas mm-hmm. Whitehorse, not so much. Mm-hmm. If you were to describe Whitehorse visually so people, if they were listening to this who've never been there, what does it look like? Um, I mean, the town itself is is not beautiful. <laughs> it's like a tiny little town with like ugly little houses and... and uh, uh, yeah, there's like a lot of industry part of it. And then, um, but then all around it, there's the river and the mountains and uh, there's a certain light. And um, yeah, if you just drive out 20 minutes, then you're kind of in the middle of nowhere. And it's a government town, right? Yes. Yeah. I think it's been that way for a bit, right? There was a, mm-hmm. so, when I was up there, they were telling me that there used to be an argument, I think, between there and Dawson City back in the original time of, when mm-hmm. they determined who was getting the government business. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a bit of a rivalry or something still with... with yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but I think it makes more sense that it's in Whitehorse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Dawson City it, is pretty far away. <laughs> and so do you feel that it's... Has it... Being a government town, just like here in Ottawa, being a government town, do you feel that that's influenced um, some things as far as how it looks and feels and the people who are there or... Absolutely, because there's tons of young people. Which um, I think people are surprised at. When yeah. I was in Yellowknife, I was very surprised. And yep. Whitehorse as well, at how how young it is. Yeah. And I actually did some research that Yellowknife is 10 years younger than the average Canadian city. Mm. But I think Whitehorse I is... I have a feeling that Whitehorse is similar to that because... Right. Um, yeah, there's a huge, I mean, it's a transient city because people come from Ontario and Nova Scotia and whatever and work for the government and then right. maybe leave at some point. Right. Uh, I think a lot of people come with like a five-year plan to make money and then go back home and right. buy a house or whatever. And, or a dog. You got a dog, right? I have a dog, yeah. Does your dog travel with you? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Are he's, they here now? He's in London with my dad right now. Ah. I was hoping that there might be a dog in the fourth stage right now. <laughs> <laughs> I but, thought about it, but uh, he's a little distracting to me, so I try, try to, if I can, keep him uh, with a family member. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, and music is something you've done from a very young age. Yeah. I read that your first band name was Sarah and Sarah. Yes. And you were 11. Yeah. How did, how did that go? Um... <laughs> We, p- we p- kept playing together it, with different names. Um, I don't know if I can say our second band name here, but uh, it's, it was uh, a word from Hair, and one of the songs in Hair that we didn't know what it meant. And, ah. and we had it as our, um, our name for a long time until we realized it meant oral sex. Um, and then we uh, changed it. <laughs> But, okay. How old but, were you when you had the that name? Band name? Uh, well, so we were Sarah and Sarah, and then, and then uh, probably like a year later, we changed it to Cunnilingus, and then. Uh, <laughs> so you were twelve in the I band Cunnilingus. <laughs> yeah, and no one said anything because it was in Sweden, <laughs> and no one el- no one else knew what it meant either. So uh, <laughs> somehow we found out what it meant and uh, changed it to spasmodic swimmers, and then uh, I think that's what we were for a few years after that. You were the spasmodic swimmers for a few years? Yes. We, we were like a psychedelic rock band kind of thing. Right. Well, that's a good name for that. Yeah. Did people in Sweden know what that meant, though? I, I hope so. 
That's funny. <laughs> and so then you uh, you came here at 19, is that right? Yeah. 19, yeah. And just out of an act of rebellion or your family moved here? Uh, I moved to go to school. Oh, okay. Uh, so I went to SFU. In Which can be an act of rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. That's how I ended up on the East Coast. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, where are you from? Manitoba. Oh, okay. Yeah. My brother went to SFU. Yeah. And I went as far away as I could possibly get from him. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, I went as far away in Canada that I could get from my family. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah. And you did you do a degree there in arts? Uh, fine arts. Right. Yeah. Music. Right. So... Um, you travel a lot, which mm-hmm. is something we talked about before. You've done some European tours. Um, one of the questions I ask everyone is, what's, a, what's one of your favorite places you've been on tour that you wish you could visit again as a tourist? Because what some people think that touring is this great, wonderful thing, but really what you do is you get in the van and mm-hmm. you drive to the next place and you do the show and you get in the van and go to the hotel and you do the whole thing all over again. So you don't often see more than the inside of the van. Yeah. So is there some place that you've driven through and had a great experience that you'd love to go back to? Um, let's see, lots of places, but I think uh, I would love to go back to Edinburgh mm. uh, and quite a few places in Scotland. And another place I'd love to go back to, but I actually got to spend a week there was the Seychelles. Oh. Um, I got to bring my whole band there and uh, and do a 50th birthday party there. <laughs> Wow. A couple of years ago. A special 50th birthday party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing for us. So um, as I guess it's a final question, what's on the horizon for you? Um, well, I'm doing this tour uh, around Ontario, and then I'm going to Montreal for a month, and uh, I'm going to record my next record. In Montreal? Yeah. Yeah. It's a common thing. Recording in Montreal, the same as these days. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of a resurgence going on, I think, in uh, in English language um, music in Montreal these days. Okay. I, yeah, I don't know if, well, you, you might see that when you get there. I feel yeah. like it's sort of something is starting to bubble up to the surface in Montreal cool. again. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the producer I wanted to work with lives in Montreal, so... Great. Yeah, Great. Well, I look forward happy. to that. I've, uh, I have uh, loved your voice, both literally and what you have to say since, I think, when did we do our first show together? It was a, in the dead of winter yeah. in 2012, maybe? Yeah, it was a couple of days ago, 12, 2012. <laughs> um, but, uh, and you came all the way to Halifax out of the, I don't think anyone knew you, and you, you, I think you stole the festival that year. So nice. I'm very excited that you're going to be here this evening. And, thank you. Uh, thank yeah, you for taking the time. Excited. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to We Love Canadian Music. If you like what you heard, subscribe to the podcast. We hope you'll give NAC Presents a like on Facebook and find us online by searching for NAC Presents. This has been a National Arts Centre podcast produced in Ottawa by NAC New Media. Send us your comments and questions. Email us at nacpodcasts at gmail.com. 
visit the podcast section of the iTunes store, where you can rate and comment on this podcast. We love to hear from you. Remember, you can find more great NEC podcasts at necpodcast.ca or search on National Arts Centre on iTunes and subscribe for free. Until next time, goodbye from Canada's National Arts Centre. Thank you.